Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Lunchtime Launch Tips. Like you've been seeing me more than on a Wednesday these last couple of weeks. We had um, a great live on Monday with another fabulous female, and I have Rashida Abdullahi with us today, an amazing lawyer and legal professional. And we're going to talk about the five key legal protections every business needs. But before we get into it, let me just introduce you to who Rashida actually is. Um, So Rashida is an award-winning lawyer and founder of Strand Sahara, the online legal service for SMEs in the UK and across Africa. She proudly serves entrepreneurs of African descent, Strand Sahara makes legal services more relevant and accessible, preparing businesses for growth and investment. I love that. And I can't wait to get into this because it's something that many of us overlook. But literally, I could kind of chew your ears off. So tell us about who you are, Rashida, and the journey so far. Thank you so much for having me, firstly, and um, that wonderful introduction. But as you said, my name is Rashida Abdullahi. I always wanted to be a lawyer and started out my career um, practicing, uh, well, qualifying at the bar to become a barrister, and then ended up spending 10 years working at a global law firm doing international arbitration, which mm-hmm. essentially is a form of dispute resolution for you know large um, multinationals, a sort of household names. But I came to a realization that actually my real purpose, the thing that I really wanted to do was to build up my own community, you know, to Mm -hmm. see more African owned, you know, black owned businesses doing well so that we've got Mm -hmm. that economic empowerment within our community, which then leads to all of the other opportunities that we need. So I started Trans-Sahara after 10 years in big law um, to achieve that purpose, you know, to say to fellow business owners that look, if you really want to build a business that has the capability to survive for the long Mm -hmm. term, to get the levels of success that you've been dreaming of, not just for you, but for your legacy, you know, your children or your community, then understanding legal protections is key. And I totally get why so many business owners, especially small business owners, do not necessarily seek legal protection. There's all sorts of reasons around costs, accessibility, lack of representation, And so I really felt that I was in a perfect position to do something about that. You know, I Mm -hmm. have the experience, I've got the background, I understand. And um, Strand Sahara is all about basically bringing that, bringing that to life. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And it's 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 such an important issue. And yet so many business owners overlook it. Why do you think that is? I mean, I have some thoughts around that, but why do you think that is? Um, I think ultimately it's, well, to be fair, there are lots of reasons and I don't want to um, presume for anyone, but some surveys have have been done and the things that come out consistently are in no particular order, one, not really understanding what legal protections they need. And even when they do look at, you know, documents like a contract, having no idea what it says, frankly, because it's all written in jargon. Um, And that is a real problem. A lot of 
legal documents are essentially written for lawyers and judges and not for the business people who actually need to understand them and use them. Yeah. Um, it's also around cost. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. when you're a small business and you're just starting out, there are so many things that you need to prioritize. Um, and it's understandable that people think automatically about spending their money on getting their product or service ready for market because mm -hmm. they're thinking about, you know, getting money in. What they don't think about necessarily are the things that can go wrong or the consequences mm -hmm. of not making their business safe. And sometimes you don't really feel that until it happens. Yeah. And then I think another reason, aside from cost, is also that unfortunately there, there's a bit of a reputation that I think has developed around the legal profession yeah. being really stuffy, you know, not really understanding how business works, being the no people, you know, they're just there to say no to you all the time and not necessarily mm -hmm. give you the sort of commercial advice that you need to mm -hmm. move forward in your business. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I can understand all of those points, but have developed Strand Sahara with them in mind to try and make sure that people understand the benefits, the value that legal services add to their business. So important. And, you know, I always tell people that the way you launch something that is for the short term is very different to how you launch something that is legacy driven and for the future. And if you want to launch something that is a fly by night, that you have a massive launch, it's phenomenal and then dies a slow death, then fine. You can afford not to think about legal protection. But if you want to launch something sustainably for the future, it's so imperative that you have legal protection and that your business is, of course, you know, secure. But it's such an important message that we have to convey because we are in this microwave society and, you know, we want things quick and cheap sometimes. But actually, if you're building sustainably, it's going to cost money and, you know, we have to make these investments. So tell us, you know, you mentioned one of the things is we don't know what protections we need. Right. So what are the five key legal protections that we need? Awesome. My favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the first things I did when I started Trans-Sahara was just go through the myriad of various legal protections that exist out there for yes. businesses and yes. distill it down to what the core ones are. And that's how we came up with the five key legal protections. But essentially they are, and because I like alliteration, they all start with S to make it easier to remember. Yes. Structure. Okay. which is all about making sure you've got the right legal structure for your business. Okay. And this is important because, you know, it's all around making sure you're building a business that's capable of surviving for the long term. Yeah. And so in most cases, that means incorporating as a limited liability company. There yeah. are other forms of business structure that might be relevant, you know, sole trader, um, limited liability partnership and others. But it's really thinking about what your long-term goals are for the business mm -hmm. and then making sure that you match that up with the right legal structure so that you're not, you know, hampering yourself from reaching that goal. If you need investors, mm -hmm. then being a sole practitioner is not going to work. You know, yeah. The next uh, key legal protection is shareholders. And this is about all getting clarity over the ownership, control and running of the business. Yeah. You know, especially if you've got business partners and it's really important to understand between you how it is that you're going to run the business, what happens if things go wrong and essentially having a shareholders agreement that is a safety net for the business yeah. so that if you ever get in a situation where 
you know, the two co-founders are unable to agree on the way forward, that doesn't mean the business stagnates and you can't move. There's a process for dealing with that um, disagreement. Yeah. The next one is standard terms. Now, this is where the money's at. This one's important. Yeah. This is making sure that you've got a set of uh, standard terms or a standard contract that protects your interests when you're actually trading with customers. So a contract for your customers and anybody else who helps you provide your product or service, whether mm-hmm. it's a supplier or a distributor, um, or you know, if you have an events business, it might be the exhibitors or the speakers, having an agreement in place that really sets out how you do business, reflects the way that you do business and protects you from the specific risks of operating in your industry. The next key protection is service agreements. And this is all about making sure that you've got agreements in place that cover arrangements with people who work for the business. So those could be employees, interns, freelancers, uh, design development agency, all of those people. They're going to have access to your confidential information, um, such as, you know, your price list, your client list, your partners. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you've got an agreement with them that covers you against the risks of them disseminating that information or, you know, passing it on to one of your competitors. And then the final S is secrets. And this relates to your intellectual property and confidential information. Mm -hmm. So it's where you're thinking about protecting your brand with a trademark, really identifying any other intellectual property assets that you might have within the business that's capable of being protected. And then making sure that you've got things like a standard NDA that you use anytime you're entering into discussions with a new potential partner to make sure that you're protecting that intellectual property before engaging in conversations where you're sharing that information with anyone else a quick tour of the five legal protections that's so helpful I have some questions for you so the first one is regarding the structure of your business and this is a little off topic but we're both women in business black women in business and sometimes I think with us as women whereas And this might be slightly biased. This is just my own experience. I think men are more prone to being like, we're going to scale, we're going to go big, you know, we're going to. So they are more sometimes, and this may be very stereotypical, but they'll more, you know, have these things in place. Whereas typically us as women sometimes build lifestyle businesses that are really just to bring some money in. And so it's like, you know, we're very nice and you know, touchy-feely sometimes. So sometimes, you know, these things get put on the wayside, you know, and there's also that thing about difficult conversations. We as women are very much about relationships. And then to bring in the fact that, okay, well, we need to sign some contracts here. Like, you know, can you speak on that? Or what are your views on that? And have you kind of experienced or seen that? Mm. Yeah, I think you know, what you describe is is um, quite common. Um, having said that, I've been really, really fortunate to work with some amazing women, you know, clients who are on top of it, building amazing businesses and don't need, you know, any convincing from me as to why it's important. But I, I think, you know, ultimately it's, you know, being in business, being an entrepreneur is so unlike anything else we've done mm-hmm. before. You know, especially if you're the type of woman who, you know, you've done well in school, you've followed the rules, you know, you've you've played by, you, you've done what people are expecting of you. And often in 
you know, today's culture, that is what is ex- expected of young girls and women. You yeah. do what's expected. You make sure that you're not making anyone uncomfortable. You make sure you're mm. nice. All of that stuff is, you know, it's beneficial in certain scenarios. So perhaps mm. if you're entering the corporate world and you want to go up that ladder, it can help you to a certain extent. In business, it's completely... <laughs> You're it's so completely, um, you know, damaging in many ways. You, when you're starting a business, you know, I think the first thing that we have to do is really switch that mindset and almost see our business as a child that we need to protect. Yeah. And in that way, we can tap into our perhaps more natural intuition as a a woman. And um, instead of thinking about pleasing other people, think about I'm building a business here, which is going to last for the long term. I need to Mm -hmm. protect it. I need to make sure that it can survive. I need to make sure it's not going to be taken advantage of. I need to make sure that it's still here when I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And so I think coming from that mindset, it's a bit easier to, you know, navigate those more difficult conversations. And I love that because it is a matter of mindset and so much of this journey is mindset and it's an entrepreneurial economic journey, but it's also a personal development journey. And I think maybe that is one of the reasons why sometimes legal considerations aren't aren't considered because it is a mindset. If you're building an empire, if you're building it, like it's not even negotiable. Like we have to kind of consider these things. And I think another thing is sometimes we don't consider the consequences of not doing it. You know, if you've never experienced the pain of failure, like I always say, a lot of my clients are those people that have experienced the pain of launching badly. Sometimes when you haven't experienced the pain of not having legal protection, you think it's an option. So what are some of the pitfalls of not having things like, you know, terms of service or client and partner contracts? What have you seen some some real life examples? You know, there's so many. What I will do is give you one example for each of the five S's. So the first one on structure, you know, not having the right structure can mean that you as an individual, you know, if you've just started running your business, business in your own name essentially you haven't set up a company um, and let's say you're selling a product and then one of your customers suffers an injury or some sort of loss as a result of using it um, which happens then Mm. you if they bring a claim against your business that's a claim against you personally that Mm. means that you know God forbid, if you don't have the money to pay the claim um, to satisfy the damages that have been awarded to mm-hmm. that client, then they can come after your house, they can come after your, mm-hmm. you know, your car, your personal assets. And so it's really important to, to see your business as separate to you, mm-hmm. as a separate entity that enters into its own contracts, has its own sets of liabilities, which sit within that company and do not leach over into your personal life. In relation to shareholders, often the issue here is co-founder conflict. And this is inevitable. If you've got a business with, you know, two, three, four founders, there will be situations where one of them wants to leave or there's a disagreement on the way forward. And if you don't have in place a, a system, a mechanism for resolving that conflict, then it can stall the business. It could even end the business potentially. Wow. With standard terms, a lot of the problems um, that our clients face are around cash flow and clients Mm -hmm. 
not necessarily paying on time or at all in some cases, or, you know, demanding additional services over and above what was agreed at the beginning, which then eat into your profit margins. Yeah. So having a set of contract terms which prevent those, which minimize the risk of that happening, for example, by allowing you to suspend your services if they fail to pay on time, or by allowing you to charge interest as a, you know, a reason for them to, to want to pay on time or allowing you to insist upon them going through a process if they want to initiate changes that enable you to price those changes is really important. On service agreements, I think the, the biggest risk here is that when you've got an employee who has access to all of your information, them sort of walking out, joining a competitor, sharing that with them. And uh, if you don't have an agreement in place with them, there's absolutely nothing to stop them doing that. And in fact, your competitors are probably actively looking for your employees for that very reason. Yeah. So, and of course, as I mentioned, it's interns, it's anyone else that you give access to this information yeah. to. So that's really important. And then finally on secrets, the really heartbreaking one is when someone has fallen in love with their brand, you know, they've gone all in, they've got a beautiful logo, they've bought the domains, they've got the yeah. business cards, all of that. And then they receive a letter saying that, you know, this name actually belongs to someone else as it's their registered trademark. You must stop using it and pay us X for the months that you have. Wow. And that's really heartbreaking because, yeah. you know, often people do fall in love with their brands and you've built up a following behind it. And, you know, just overnight, you find yourself in a position of having to ditch mm -hmm. your brand. So mm -hmm. those are a few examples of what can go wrong if you don't take these things into account. And ultimately, you know, without legal security, your business is never safe. You know, any of these problems could arise at any point in time and just knock you out of the water. So it's about giving yourself, I guess, that peace of mind that your business has legal security. You know, you're not going to be knocked out unexpectedly by something that crops up in future. Incredible. So, so useful. So if you are not convinced by now, you need five legal protections. Well, I don't know what to say. So all that remains is Rashida. Mm -hmm. We now know that we need these five legal protections. If there's anyone watching this and they've realized, oh my gosh, I don't have any of these or some of these are missing. How can they get in contact with you and what services do you provide? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, as a first step, if you simply just want to identify whether you do have any gaps in your business and what mm -hmm. those might be, we offer a free legal health check, which is essentially 24, 24 or 25 yes, no questions. You get a score at the end of it, which tells you how you score in each of the five key legal protections, and then a report by email on what you can do to really shore up your protection in each of those areas. Um, that's available on our website at www.strandsahara.com. And then we, of course, offer services to enable you to put those protections in place. And so mm -hmm. the ones that are, um, you know, that people come to us all the time for are the trademark protection and custom contracts where we actually create contracts with you, understanding mm -hmm. how your business works and draft them in such a way that you also understand how they work so that you're in a really good position to negotiate should clients want to. 
and can use the agreement over and over again with new clients. Um, so it's really cost effective and, and worth investing in for your business. We also offer contract reviews. So if you've already got an agreement and you think it's perhaps not quite up to scratch and you just want someone um, to look over it, to um, give you recommendations for amendments and improvements, then we can do that too. Of course, we also offer consultations. And the thing that I'm most excited about is that we experienced with many of our clients that they kept coming back and um, really wanted a way of having a more ongoing, um, on-demand type legal support for their business. And so we mm -hmm. created a membership to allow for that. And so that's something also to think about. If you know that you're going to need a few of these things over time and you want to work in a more cost-effective way with us on a basis, then the membership might be perfect for you. Fantastic. So lots of options there. And if you are launching anything significant, then you do need legal protection. So do get in contact uh, with Rashida. That has been so helpful. I think you and I need to have a conversation about a couple of things. Um, so that is amazing. Thank you so much, Rashida. A couple of announcements from me. I actually launched the 6P Launch Planner last week. Um, it is now available to set on sale. So if you are launching a project and you want to launch it in a way that is comprehensive and sustainable, um, I, many of you will know I have my 6P launch framework. The planner is based on that 149 pages broken down into a number of sections. So you can now get that at thelaunchstrategist.com. I am also launching a six-month mastermind at the end of this week. So if you want to find out about that, also direct message me as well. Long story short, if you are launching a project, get in touch myself for legal issues, Rashida, and get the support we need because we have to stop flying solo and trying to do everything on our own. So that is it from me. I will see you at the same time next week for Lunchtime Launch Tips at 1pm next week. Have an amazing day and rest of the week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.